Welcome to the Ivy Church podcast. For more podcasts and information about Ivy Church, go to ivychurch.org. Hi, Ivy Church Manchester. It's great to be with you. I've been asked um, with a great privilege to speak into Daniel chapter two, which I'm delighted to do. And I want to call this preach, teach, um, God, the revealer of mysteries. And God is revealing to us, the church, one of his key facets at this time. He is the God who reveals mysteries. And Daniel chapter two is a wonderful chapter to study in this regard, and I'm sure you will love it. It introduces us to the quality, the characteristics and power of our God that is the revealer of mysteries. And throughout the remaining book of Daniel, we see God as the revealer repeatedly bringing so much revelation into the light from a place of exile and displacement in Babylon. You're going to want to complete this series focus on Daniel Ivy Church. It's one of my all time favorite books in scripture. And we can learn so much from him and how he approaches his relationship with the Lord and how he receives and works with the amazing, profound insight, wisdom and understanding from God. The prophet Daniel has been introduced to us already in chapter 117 as the one who understands dreams and visions of all kinds. So we already know that he has this gift and ability. We know he has a family community who love and follow God as he does and that he's not alone in Babylon. And we as the people of the kingdom of God today in Manchester or Perthshire, Scotland, where I live, or wherever you are watching this today, that as Daniel and his friends were, we are a displaced people on the earth. We are in the world, but not of it. We are a people of the kingdom of God living for another age to come. And so we would do well to see the parallels with our own exiled life, if you will, on the earth with Daniel and his friends as they experience and approach life in Babylon, acknowledging that we are here on the earth in exile, if you will, until, until the now time of the newly created heaven and earth, which Apostle John reveals in incredible detail in the book of Revelation chapter one. Maybe Anthony will take you on a study journey of Revelation. But until the now time when the kingdoms of this world become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ. So as we wait in this tension place for the now and until time of the new created heavens and earth, we have to know who we are in this place and who our God is as the revealer of that which is hidden in mystery to help us navigate this age that we all live in now. We are in days, church, when the message of Daniel 2 needs to be engraved on our understanding and expectation as the people of God. God is the revealer of mysteries. He is the one who gives dreams and reveals their meaning. He gives visions and interaction in the spirit realm to help us understand his ways and our current context as the church, a family, a married couple or an individual living in this world. He gives us navigation and ability to follow that revealed direction by his spirit through Christ Jesus. 
A mystery is only hidden until it's revealed, not rocket science. And God is the one who brings that revelation and light to bear. We only have to ask. Daniel 2.22, it is he who reveals the profound and hidden things. He knows what is in the darkness and the light dwells with him. This is a key scripture, and I would say, if not the key scripture for me in chapter two, and I cannot read this verse and not hear the echoes of Isaiah 22, 22. I will place on his shoulder the key to the house of David. What he opens, no one can shut, and what he shuts, no one can open. God himself is the only one who can open up the hidden wisdom and understanding. We may attempt to find wisdom through philosophies of man and traditions of thought throughout the world history, but this is completely futile because God himself is the one who opens up wisdom, counsel and understanding held in mystery until he himself reveals it. The latest thought process, meditation program, study program is often sold as the quick fix to all our ills and troubles. Become wise through the ways of the world. We are bombarded with quick fix self-help books and methods, are we not? In an airport, in a bookshop, in a supermarket. Sold as wisdom for life. Now we're not going to confess, probably are we, how many of those we have in our bookshelves. Even now our adults and teens can even access methods of witchcraft and, and um, understanding about use of tarot cards and even spells to receive knowledge through the ways of darkness. This is not only really dark spiritually friends, but this is born out of Satan's methods and it's incredibly dangerous to dabble in these things. And the Bible tells us not to go after ways of sorcery and witchcraft. So if you in your past have been involved in or experimented with these things in any way, please do speak to your leader at church. Speak to Anthony or one of the other leaders and get help to close any spiritual doors that may have been opened through use of these spiritual keys of the enemy. Without closing them, you'll not be able to have pure insight and understanding from the Lord you desire. And you will get, 100%, you will get mixed messages as you attempt to seek the Lord for his wisdom until they're shut down. And if you imagine trying to listen to two radio stations at the same time, you will hear and see different revelation and have multiple understandings overlaying themselves, one from the kingdom of God in part and one from the enemy in part. So please hear me, we're not denouncing knowledge gained through learning, education, reading and study is vitally important. But what we are saying is, if we the exiles on the earth of the kingdom of God are looking to other sources of wisdom first and even after God and not looking to the living God, we need a radical course correction. You may be thinking, Sarah Jane, I don't know how to access God's wisdom like Daniel did. And in fact, quite a few of you probably will be in this um, question and uh, if this is a completely new concept to you. So you're not alone in this as you're watching, but we must be those who believe scripture that 
scripture is God's breathed word and believe God when we see and hear Joseph in prison in Genesis 48 announcing like Daniel did in his way do not all interpretations belong to God so it is to God that we go and just as immediately Joseph knows the meaning of the dream he's getting interpretation for if we would have faith in this scripture that all interpretations and understanding come from God to whom they belong we can surely ask for the meaning and expect an answer yes without question and I urge you to try it next time you have one if you don't dream normally, I pray for you now that your spirit man awakens and you begin to hear, to sense and experience the ways of God and his spirit, that you begin to know God's wisdom as you ask him for it. So friend, it's very simple. The depths of wisdom are available to all of those in Christ. That's you and me. And if you've been born again in Christ, we are born again into all of his ways. We just need to know where and how to look. Jesus himself speaks of this gift and ability given to the followers of Christ by quoting a prophecy back to them all from Isaiah, where God told Israel they would not be able to hear or, or see. And he does this in Matthew 13. And Jesus, he is crystal clear that in him, his disciples are blessed to see and to hear hidden things. Verse 16, but blessed are your eyes because they see and your ears because they hear. And I just speak that over you, friend. Blessed are your eyes because they see and your ears because they hear. For truly, I tell you, many prophets and righteous people long to see what you see, but did not see it. And to hear what you hear, but did not hear it. Jesus has decreed that over his disciples. And if you're one, then you have that ability. Your eyes, your ears are open to see and hear understanding through Christ Jesus. You have been given, we have been given access to every resource of understanding God has for us. Imagine the depths of his knowledge and understanding ready to dive in that he has reserved for you personally. And myself and, and we as a team here at Glo Global Prophetic Alliance are so used to receiving dreams and visions with wisdom and understanding from the Lord coming after. But even we have noticed an incredible shift, absolutely incredible shift in the pull and the draw into the deep hidden things of God these past months, particularly even from the beginning of lockdown, but getting deeper and more and more multiple and more and more deep into the mysteries of God. And so there is so much to receive from God right now for you that I encourage you to dive deeply into the place of being hungry for knowledge in the wisdom of God and his ways. As I said, it's so common for us here at GPA to have frequent and regular God-given revelation for personal situations, as well as prophetic revelation for the wider church through dreams and visions for ourselves and others. This is available to you also if you determine yourself and focus and allow God to train you in his ways in a Hebrews 5.14 way that we often quote so that you will receive the revelation as you ask him for them. 
We have practiced this with the Lord and with others to get sharper at receiving revelation so that we can receive God's wisdom. I dream nightly myself and throughout the night, it seems that I have kind of almost like an ongoing reel of cinema from the Lord. But my husband, Alistair, in contrast, hardly ever dreams, but whenever he does, they are very significant. So whichever you are, whether you're a regular dreamer or you rarely get dreams, I encourage you to seek the Lord for the understanding. Don't just be one who gets a dream and almost sits with it or even runs to somebody to ask them, what does it mean? Let's be good students of the wisdom of God and his understanding and ask him first. I'll give you an example of one that my husband has. <laughs> Often he'll have dreams and he'll literally sit bolt upright after the dream because it's so shocking and arresting to him. There was one that God gave uh, a real warning about some business um, clients that he was working with. We have our own business. He gave him a very practical dream and he felt himself that he was sitting in a meeting room where he was resigning to a specific client. And it was so real when he woke up, he felt like he was in that boardroom setting and was shocked to find himself in the bedroom. And through that dream and through unpacking that dream, as we uh, sought the Lord and prayed, it was very clear that there was coming a time in the next few weeks, short weeks, maybe a couple of weeks, the Lord had impressed upon us that he would have to resign this particular client. We didn't know what we knew then, but this client had been dishonest with Alistair and had told him one thing but acted a different way. And this client to us as a business meant a lot of money. It was like half a year's revenue. It was a big deal. It was a big deal to us. But actually in that moment, the Lord made it really clear that if we did not, he did not resign, it would be dangerous to us and we would lose potentially the whole business. This was a warning dream and it was very clear to us that if we didn't do what the Lord had said, we were going to be uh, in disaster as well as individuals and also as a business. And so that's how it played out. This client, um, it revealed that they had done a dirty, if you will, on an Alistair, been very dishonest. And it all came out in the next two to three weeks, just as the revelation and wisdom from the dream showed us and Alistair's heart and my heart were prepared by that warning dream to be able to say to that client, we resign, he resigned, and we wouldn't do business with them. And let me tell you for literally two years after that, this client would come around every time there was gonna be breakthrough for business in a huge way. This client would get on the phone and say, will you do work with me again? Almost like the enemy tempting Alistair and myself to say, take the money, take the money. And each time we would have to remember that dream given a few years before that told us, if you do business with these guys, you're gonna lose everything. God is incredible in the way that he reveals things. Pay attention to your dreams. So again, be encouraged to train yourselves, pursue relationship with God first, but also don't forget to ask him for insight and revelation into all areas of life. Perhaps start with your dreams as Daniel did with the King Nebuchadnezzar. 
I suggest you ask God for the full meaning of the dream he gave you. Write it down on waking and work through it with the Lord. Or even better, be bold and ask him for revelation and understanding for people's dreams that you, you know, but who don't yet know Jesus. Wow, how incredible would that be for the harvest that is upon us right now? And that this may be your revelation from God, the opening to them. And they're falling prostrate before the Lord, giving him the glory as you share the meaning with them. Worth the effort in training, don't you think? I, I think so. There's an expediency into the discovering the hidden things of God. And that is the way of humility. Again, this is a key I would urge you to take from Daniel. Daniel knows through his experience with the Lord that he alone is the one who reveals. He is postured in great humility throughout, constantly giving glory and honor to God the Most High and not his own gifting. Verse 27, chapter 2 says, not my revelation, but God's, always pointing to God Most High. Verse 29 says, not to show I have great wisdom, but so you, king, have the revelation, honoring, authority, giving the place of humility. And Daniel shows us that humility is the way to true revelation. There is a determined humility in Daniel that we can see in the words he chooses and the tone of them throughout the book. This is a key we must grasp, beloved ones, not to only survive this age of exile on the earth, but to flourish as the people of God. We don't come as the world comes to tell it how best to live with dom domination as our goal, but with strength through submission to God, manifesting his meekness, following the way of the Lord Jesus Christ, who was and still is the full demonstration of a humble heart before God and men. Proverbs eleven twelve tells us that with the humble is wisdom. Let's be those who respond to the call to be humble and break agreement with all pride and arrogant thinking and actions. Let's be those who choose humility above all things. Jeremiah 33, 3 says, call to me and I will answer you and I will tell you great and mighty things which you do not know. This is God's invitation to you right now. Call to me and I will answer you and I will tell you great and mighty things which you don't yet know. There is a wisdom that the Lord has for his people reserved for those who choose to go low and ask. This is yours and my privilege before the Lord. And he's inviting us into a new and fresh place of revelation through the entrance of humility. Bowing before our king, choosing to go low and exalting him in all our words and actions. Pride, humility's opposite, is Satan's close co-worker, and we must do all we can to break agreement with it in thought and deed. I know better. I have the answer. How ridiculous that decision was or is. Have we ever thought that or said that? Do we have those thoughts about our loved ones or others even in church, or dare I even say our leaders? Might we ask the question, to the one who knows best rather than thinking we have the answers. Daniel models this determinedly. And in fact, of the threat of death to him, his friends and co-workers in the wise men cohort of the Babylonian palace, he asks the king for time to interpret the dream. He won't tell anyone. 
through prayer and seeking the Lord, God reveals it in Technicolor Cinema to Daniel that same night with the interpretation in detail, revealing Daniel's and our God as the one who has the wisdom and insight above all others. Ironically, and I love it, it's just wonderful, as a little aside, King Nebuchadnezzar is named after one of the key gods in the Babylonian pantheon, speaking his protection over the king. The name of that god is Nabu, which means, it's spelled N-A-B-U-F-Y-I, which means to be wise. Ha! Indicating what might now be obvious to us that this king is looking to him for protection and not God most high and looking for his wisdom and not our God's. But this God, whom the king is named after, raised to the seat of the highest man-made authority in the nation of Babylon, is rendered useless, is proven to be without power, understanding or wisdom, as his name suggests, in the face of hidden revelation. Let's only look to God. In these days as church, God is taking us beyond what we know from our own experience and learning. The challenge we are all facing as the people of God in this time where God is making all things new and we are uncertain about the shape and direction he is calling us as the church. We might say God is inviting us into the unknown space, the place of mystery where nothing is certain and fixed until it's revealed. We are feeling our way in the dark and yet God himself will reveal to us at the due time all that we need to know. Some things we want and desire to know may stay hidden by him and we must then rely on the sovereignty and mystery of God himself that he knows best what he chooses to bring into the light. Isaiah 11, one to three says, Speaking of Jesus, prophesying of Jesus, a shoot will come up from the stump of Jesse. From his roots, a branch will bear fruit. The spirit of the Lord will rest upon him. The spirit of wisdom and of understanding, the spirit of counsel and of might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. And he will delight in the fear of the Lord. This Seven spirits of God, as it is known in Isaiah 11, 1 to 3, is so rich and key for us right now. Father, may we be those who go the way of the Lord Jesus Christ in all things. The one manifest and spoken of in Isaiah 11, 1 to 3. May we find his way of wisdom and understanding counsel and might, knowledge and a fear of the Lord. May we be ones who choose the way of humility and detach from all sense of pride. Lord, our desire is to be pure in motive and pure in our desire to know you as the one who reveals mysteries. We desire to know you and your ways more, God. And I pray for each of you, each of you watching right now, that you would have the eyes of your hearts opened to wisdom and revelation, to counsel and might, to knowledge and a fear of the Lord, that you would be awakened in hunger for understanding to reveal you and your ways, God, to many others. Lord, would you eat, use each one of us as a revealer of you to them? 
And I bless you. I bless you to be ones who are those who are hungry. I bless you to be ones who are desperate to deep dive into the wisdom of God. And I bless you as ones to be hungry to seek truth, both in scripture and through dreams and visions as the Lord chooses to reveal them to you. Friend, may you know the way of the Lord Jesus Christ in all things and in every day. Bless you. Thanks for listening. For more podcasts, go to ivychurch.org media.